Nation, the winning mentality of BYU football. Why the Cougars feel they can meet high expectations. Dr. Craig Manning, sports psychologist, will join us live to discuss his work with the 4-0 Cougs. Plus, Director of Football Operations Zach Nyborg returns. And game day for the 11th-ranked BYU volleyball team. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU-TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Saving you from boredom one hour at a time. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, September 25th, I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with future Just For Men spokesperson, Brian Logan. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm happy you didn't say uh, be low. You know, I, didn't, I don't want to bring him out. i got to keep him in the cage. So I appreciate that. I'm Brian Logan today. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. Dude, you got the clean-shaven face. I shaved, you're not, You man. are not messing around. I know, I shaved. I, I, look, I look like I'm 14 years old, but... <laughs> You know, I had to get, I had, I broke down, I had to get my car, you know, I, I, I didn't have access to get into the building. So, you know, I, I finally said, you know, I'm going to shave and I'm going to get my car and I'll, I'll be able to roam around and do whatever I want to do. So, you know, I, I, I shave my, my wife, my wife likes it. I got a lot of good You can play on our flag football team. Oh, I can. Let's do it. Let's do it. When's the next game? Let's see. I think it's, I want to say it's like in a week. Oh, man, I'm going to be back before that. That's too late. I'm going to be, no, can't do it. It's a Logan takeover on BYU Sports Nation. There may or may not be a hashtag Real Talk segment today. Hash Brown Real Talk. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) super solid on uh, the post game after after Virginia. That was so fun, man. That was, I I loved it. I loved that Real Talk. I like David Nixon's better than mine, though. <laughs> David, David, David was was funny because at first it, was, it looked like he was like trying to make fun of me, but then he got real serious and started really doing it and getting into it. Yeah, you know, I, I got my game together. I had to get two. I, I got two for two, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He called the bold prediction. He won the Y factor. I had a couple of people tweet at me say I was legitimately scared when David Nixon was talking into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's, that's, that's a big linebacker for you. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Start it off with today's Twitter question, which is, what should the BYU football team do to stay focused through the bye week? We seek your opinions. BYU Sports Nation, use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet in, at C-O-T underscore BYU football. Focus on what they need to improve on, specifically mental errors brian part of your real talk was about mental errors and penalties yeah i mean that's just something that just it's just it's not acceptable man i mean you could have a couple penalties here and there right you can have some holding plays some pass interference plays but when you have 10 12 15 penalties for over 100 yards it's not gonna win you games against better opponents right and and virginia was a quality opponent but sometimes Maybe in the near future, those could come back to haunt you. Cannot have penalties, especially when you have personal fouls. I mean, I appreciate a, a kid being physical and maybe you wanted to <laughs> do some trash talk or hit somebody in the stomach. But Of course you do. You're you, a defensive back. You, you love you trash talk. You got to do it on the low where nobody's yeah. watching you. you know, you're at ESPN now. There's 5,000 cameras in the stadium. Got to be sneaky. <laughs> at least you didn't have a Nick Kurtz moment on TV. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah, 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 that. Hash brown, don't do that. 
BYU Sports Nation simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. That's just a taste of the real talk that's about to happen with Brian real Logan. Talk. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The psychology of winning BYU football 4-0 for the first time since 2008. Eighth time in program history. This team believes they can do something special. The fan base? Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, they're, they are sprinting to put on the blue goggles. I'm getting the big ones on. Where can I get a pair? I got, I got the big ones on. I like these big ones, man. I might have to take these. I might steal these from you guys in secret. Nobody's looking. I will give you some credit. Early on, even before the Connecticut game, you said, we're going undefeated, man. And I was like, Brian, come on, dude. I said it. I said it, man. Come on. Come on. I said it, it folks. I was right. Thank you for giving me some credit, though. I appreciate it. Jerome would never do that. <laughs> Remember when I said that Taysom was going to be a Heisman candidate, and he laughed? No, See, fans couldn't hear it because he was. We, we were on Countdown to Kickoff, um, and, and, and I said it. And, you know, he was in my ear. Look at now, Jerome. Look, look at it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Hashtag real talk with Brian Logan. Michael Elisa, linebacker, uh, he comes on the show once a week. He told us something really interesting about how exactly things are different involving the confidence of this team. So my freshman year at BYU, we lost three games that season. That was more games than I lost in my entire high school career. And I was like, what is going on? Three losses? You know, <laughs> and I haven't felt this feeling with the team since high school. Since we had that that chip on our shoulder, that that confidence that we're going to go in this game, I don't care how hard it's going to be, I don't care how fast they are, how hard they hit, we're going to win this game. Now, if if you don't want to put the blue goggles on after that, I don't I'm know what will on. make you put them on. I'm putting them on. Michael, Alisa, I love I love that he said, for the first time since high school, high school, I have that feeling now with BYU football. He's been here like ten years. 10, that's saying years. something. That, that is saying something. <laughs> I mean, that, that just shows you the confidence that he has. And, 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 and we talked about it earlier. It's not, a, it's not an arrogance. It's a, it's a confidence that, hey, we have something special going on here. You know, I can feel it. I can sense it. The coaches can feel it, and, and the coaches can sense it. And what does that do as a player? That makes you that much more confident. Not arrogant. You got to get it right. That much more confidence in your ability, your preparation, and your gameplay. There's a difference between the 1988 Miami Hurricanes and the 2014 BYU Cougars. Okay, those guys. That's were, too much swag, right? Exactly. There. That's too, the the swag was at new levels swag, with oh that. Oh my team. goodness! Don't ever get that that high with the swag levels. You gotta you gotta take some of that down, man. Then you get a 1990 situation where you go to Provo, Utah, and lose to Ty Detmer and BYU as the number one ranked team in America. That humble pie. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just different. I love that he said, I don't care what the other team does. Yep. We're going to win. Right. Like it, it just, we feel that way. Like we expect to win the game every time we go on the field. Winning is contagious. And Michael has talked a lot about the new leaders arising in the locker room. And I want to point out Harvey Jackson. This tweet in from at Crazy Kook Fanatic in terms of what should BYU do to get better during the bye week. She says, have Harvey Jackson give another pep talk. True. Absolutely. He spoke, we learned this through BYU Football All Access, that Harvey stood up among his team members and said, look, I was, I was on a fantastic team at Nebraska. We had something really good going. And then we lost it all. One slip, 
and everything flew out the window. That you know that kudos to to, to Harvey right there because. You talk about a guy that has barely been in this program, right? Just came in in the, in the summertime, and and you know you you're really not looked to as a leader at that point. You know you you may even be a little bit timid because you're you're like you got to fill these guys out. There's already leaders that are established on the team, but for him to to disregard all that, put it in the back of his mind, and say, "You look." I, could, I need to give this talk because we didn't have such a, a great game and performance against Houston. I don't want to let I don't want to let this slip, and and it, it goes back to to Michael Lisa. If the guys in the team didn't feel uh, you know this, this this presence of hey this is our year we're about to go undefeated we're about to do this thing. You know, I don't think he gets up and talks. And so for him to, to get up and talk shows great leadership and it shows that it shows how bad he wants it and, and how the te- how bad the team wants it. And then what does that do for the rest of the team? It puts it in perspective. Oh, man, that's a real talk moment right there. <laughs> Has Brown real talk. <laughs> Harvey Jackson, man, this, this dude just lived it. He just came from it. Let's not go down that road. You know, because that is that is more of a reality now. Thank you for for sharing your testimony. Yeah, seriously, your Harvey. football testimony. Yeah, th- thank you for bearing your testimony to us. Because now we can slap ourselves in the face. You know, get focus on the prize and get back right where we need to be. This is a guy that was at Nebraska that made the game-winning play against Ohio State in the Big Ten. Had Nebraska off and sprinting towards what looked like a magical season in Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and then he saw it slip away because. He started to let that swagoo get out of control. Too much, too much swagoo, man. You got to put the cap on the swagoo. And the thing too is like he's probably like, look, this is my senior year. I'm not going out like that, man. I'm not going out with one loss. I got to win. We got to win. So look, check this out, all you young freshmen, all you young kids out there. You guys got a couple more years. I don't, man. We got to make it count now because I don't have any more opportunities after (laughs) this. I need to get it now. This is it. This is it. This is so it. new leaders emerging and arising in the locker room. That's a that's a big deal for him to do. And I and in talking with the players that were there when Harvey did that, it was just like it was like this come together brotherhood moment. Like, wow, yeah. like this is this like, is a special team. This is different. Like the heavens opened up that oh I'm sorry, I can't really you know say it, but my my boy see what happened <laughs> see what, what happened very good. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what, what happened? What happened was uh, I didn't warm up my throat, so you know that's why. If I would have warmed up first, I would have said it better. Okay, you know that that was. In, we'll do some. That, we'll do some exercises that during in, the break. That was in reference to uh, Devon Blackman. Bronco Mendenhall told me he he termed what this feeling is in the locker room in a way that I really really like. I gravitated to it. Listen to this. It's kind of a humble swagger, meaning that they're. <laughs> They're workmanlike, and they're grateful that things have gone their way, and they put in enough work so far, so they feel confident if they continue to hold things together, but they also realize that's a fine fine balance, and it could disappear as quickly as it's come. Confident, but it's a fine balance. One, you have humble swagger. It feels different than any other year, and that's going back to 2008 when Michael Elisa was here. Then you have Harvey Jackson, new leaders emerging. This is just a different team. And you have Taysom Hill. We haven't even talked about that guy. Taysom, (laughs) best player in the universe. It just feels different. What should BYU football do to stay focused at 4-0 through the bye week? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. Here's the hashtag BYUSN from at SpencerKing14. 
Don't go to the Provo Beach Resort. <laughs> yeah, True. don't do that. That is a yes. yes JD Falsliff yes. broke his hand last year at the Provo Beach Resort. Yeah, don't yes. don't do that. Don't, mm-mm. At Y for Live practice game film practice ice cream practice Ooh, practice practice talk about practice not too much practice gotta it's, say even kill it's volleyball game day and women's soccer game day more on that coming up on BYU Sports Nation but what goes into managing humble swagger practice sports psychologist Dr. Craig Manning joins us next on BYU Sports Nation BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Hashtag Real Talk. Live from Studio B at BYU Broadcast and follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Brian, what are you doing tonight, man? Uh, tonight, tonight. I'll tell you what you're doing. Tonight. You're watching BYU Women's Volleyball. I'm there. The 11th ranked Cougars open West Coast Conference play against Gonzaga. I am there, my friend. You're calling? Are you calling? I am calling the game. Can I? Can I make an appearance, like a guest appearance? And like I'll see say what I like can a, do. If you can get that, that I am, I am there. I'm just asking for like 30 seconds. That's it. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. What nothing, is it nothing you big. want to accomplish during the I volleyball broadcast? I just want to say hi, mom. That's it. That's all <laughs> I want to say. And and Jeremy, this isn't good enough on this show. Mm, this is my show. <laughs> this is what I do every day, all day, oh, all day, every day. It's good to have Brian Logan with us. Our Twitter question today: What should the BYU football team do to stay focused? Through the bye week, this tweet in from at PWNR1019. The offensive line and the defense both need some work. They need to make holes and take advantage of them. Hmm. How do you feel about that, Brian? Hmm. I think the offensive line is doing great. Uh, I think I think the defensive line uh, could step it up a little bit with, with some pressure, but I, I think they'll be fine once LeBronson gets back on his feet. Yeah, what kind of a difference will Bronson Kafusi make? A lot of people seem to think that he is the X factor, or the Y factor, I should say, for BYU football moving forward on defense. Joining us now, Dr. Craig Manning, sports psychologist, a guy who used to coach BYU tennis. He's now working uh, at length with the BYU football team. Coach, I've heard more, or I should say, I call you coach, doctor. He's a coach. Coach, doctor. Coach, doctor, all both. (laughs) I've heard more BYU football players drop your name in the last few months, so I feel like we have like a true celebrity on the desk. <laughs> yeah, true. this is true. Yeah, I don't. Know. We've been just working hard on the mental stuff, trying to get the edge and get them in the right place. But uh, really, most of my stuff is in the shadows; it's in the background. So it's it's fun working with these coaches and players. Yeah. Whatever you're telling them, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> it is working. It is. It does. It. Uh, you know, Doctor Doctor Manning does does wonders. When, when when I was when I was there in, in 2010, um, you know, I, I had met with you uh, just a, a couple times in, in the summer, and I really appreciated just the talks that uh, you you ha- you gave us during fall camp. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looks like it's, it sounds like it's picked up a lot more now that you're a lot more involved. Do you guys have more more scheduled um, you know exercises and, and activities mm-hmm. for for the yeah. players? You know what? For years, I always felt like. Uh, you know, I was working one-on-one with athletes for years, and uh, that was good. And so and Coach Mendel has been a huge advocate of this for years, and he sent plays out to me for years. You know, in 2010, he kind of brought me into the program to where I started doing more team stuff, and that was mm-hmm. good. And then I've been working with the U.S. ski team for years. Yeah. Um, done a couple of Olympics with them. And one of the things that I learned almost accidentally is they asked me to pick up a couple of new sports – and I ended up focusing more on the coaches because I didn't have time to work with all the athletes. Mm. 
So four times a year we're doing year we're doing boot camps with the players, but I spent most of the time coaching the coaches there mm. and just helping them with some of the fundamentals. And we ended up winning six out of the nine gold medals from those two programs. It was unbelievable nice. how well we did. So I kind of learned from that is, yeah, I got to keep working with the athletes, but I got to spend some time with the coaches so that we're all on the same page. And Coach Menadol really liked that idea. He bought into that. And six, seven months ago, we started doing a coaching session every week. And we push around what's going on, what do we need to do, and bringing in the mental component to that. And it's just bled all the way through the program and and the coaches, honestly, guys, I'm, I'm just loving it. <laughs> working, with, working with Coach Mendenhall every week and working with his coaches, amazing staff, and they've bought into all of this. And I uh, could never have hoped for it to, uh, to have gone this well. And now we're at this point. I'm just, I, just, <laughs> I just want to keep doing the research and keep trying to figure out how we can keep getting better because, uh, you know, honestly, great coaches – Great stuff, and it's been better than I could have imagined at this point. Dr. So. Craig Manning, sports psychologist on BYU Sports Nation, working with the BYU football team, has previously worked extensively with the U.S. ski team and with Red Bull extreme sports athletes. How did, how did working with those top-tier extreme sports athletes <laughs> yeah. prepare you for what you're doing right now? Yeah, working with some of those guys, it's just so interesting to get inside the mind of just one of the elite, the price they pay to get there, the attention to detail. And it's so much fun because if you say, if you, you got to earn their respect, obviously, but if you can support it with the, with some good science, they just embrace it because they just, they're craving trying to get to the next level. And they feel like this is often the edge. They're doing everything they can do physically. But when they do this little bit of extra mental stuff, it seems to be able to get them to that next level. And and when, as soon as that happens, it's a little bit of an addiction. They want more and more then. And, and so that was fun. S- specifically, Red Bull, uh, um, they've got some resources there. So, uh, <laughs> We've noticed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so that was fun, just having the sort of resources they have. So. Do, you, do you think there's a, a big difference in, in your meetings and your exercises when it comes to these high-level athletes, like yeah. Olympic athletes, compared to the college athletes? Yeah. You know, the mind is the mind. The application is different depending on the sport, and that's what I really love. Um, I really do consider myself more of a coach. I feel like it's the science and the mind is the mind, but how we apply it is everything. Mm. And trying to figure out how that works for each athlete is where the magic is. So it's not just a cookie-cutter plug-and-go. It's a here's the science. How does that work for you? And trying to really it's a, you know, it's the coach. It's the athlete, the coach and the mental coach all working together to try and help really figure out what works best for that individual. I, I just love that, you know. Uh, I love that personal application. Wow, it really is an individualized yeah. kind of technique there. Everybody's different, and that's one of the biggest things is we're not trying to fit. There's not one perfect system that you're trying to force everybody into. You're trying to use science and applying it to each individual. That's really where the magic is is trying to work with that each individual or, you know, the quarterbacks or the, you know, really breaking it down specific for them. And then that helps get to that buy-in. And that's really what I think separates the good from the great is that personal uh, application to that individual. Coach Um, and doctor Craig Manning (laughs) on BYU Sports Nation, sports psychologist working with BYU football. I want to ask you, I mean, you're a guy that's worked with with Red Bull athletes that are – jumping out of space pods at 96,000 feet or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, like, wh- how does a person get to that mental state? How do, how do they have that much confidence and, I guess, swagger that they're willing to go up and do that and feel like that they can, they can pull it off? 
you know, there's so much behind the scenes with that one. <laughs> um, there is a lot of fear there. You know, so many people think these great athletes, they're just born mentally tough. Not true. Uh, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, that whole program. Mental toughness is do you have the skills to overcome that fear and stay focused on what you need to do? So, again, mental toughness is not the absence of fear. Mental toughness is do you have the skills to overcome it? Um, so with that, with Felix in that particular program there, there was a lot of work behind the scenes from the staff at Red Bull to help him be in the right mindset and to, you know, physically be in the right place to be able to do what he did. And there was an awful – so many people see Travis Prashana jump onto a, you know, a, a hotel down in Las Vegas. They don't see all of the science behind the scenes, all of the research to get him in the right place to do that. And And that's why I love doing Red Bull stuff. They just – they're very much scientists behind the scenes doing a lot of the, doing a lot of the background work. So. With how much individualized work you do and, and you've talked about of how different all athletes are, how do you take that to a team and, and mm-hmm. give them a, a winning mentality? How, how do they come together with yeah. so many different individuals? Yeah, I'd say that's probably one of the hardest. Creating the culture is big because culture then bleeds into everyone. Um, it's the same in the corporate world. Culture is so important because you've got so many individuals and trying to connect them to a common purpose. It, it's an art form, and it just takes a lot of constant work. But, uh, and if we take our foot off the gas, that culture can, can mm-hmm. erode pretty quick. Oh, yeah. um, so we just need to stay on it, and that's why the weekly meetings are so important. Just We start our meetings. What's going well first? It's been a big thing that is we gotta, we got to leverage our strengths, our successes first. And then constantly focus on what are we going to do better. And this, as long as we do that, we'll stay on the path and we'll keep getting better. So, so with more team meetings, I would assume that as you're going throughout the season, uh, more of your exercises and talks are going to be geared more towards what's going on, right? Yeah. Uh, if, there's, if they're having success, if, if they're having some failures and some struggles. So mm-hmm. with the team having a lot of success, mm-hmm. how do uh, you prepare these guys mentally to – you know, overcome the pressure and overcome the yeah. stress of being undefeated. I yeah, I love it. Um, one of my biggest things right now, you know, we're four games into the season. I really just want an emphasis with the team of what are we doing well? Let's keep focusing on what we're doing well. Let's get what we're doing well so entrenched it's muscle memory, and it's just automatic mm-hmm. for us. So we keep staying on that path. And then having some fun, you know, it's a bye weekend. I really want the team – you know, I feel like the coaches, not just me, we want them to relax but occupy the space right. with some good mm-hmm. things, yeah. you know. Because if you leave the space empty, we don't want them right. going off doing things we don't <laughs> want them doing. So we want them, to, we want them to relax when possible so that when they're back on the field, the practice is deliberate as possible. And, and so we can just keep kind of sucking the marrow out of the, the hard work they've put in. We want them to get every last drop out of the training they've put in and uh, keep pushing to get better as the season goes on. I still think there's so much more that the fans haven't seen yet. Uh, I think we're doing mm. well, but I think we can we can do a lot more. Man, still. Okay. I wish you could you see want... his his face because you know, should I'm, we put on the blue goggles for that? I'm the blue. Here, hold on, let me, oh, let me I'm get. Buying, let me, I'm buying let me, in. Let me let me get Doctor <laughs> Pair too. I'm, I'm throwing him a pair of goggles on. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. All three of blue goggles. I would, fans, I wish you can see his his eyes and how how much he lit up. He just gave me goosebumps with with with, with, with that with his facial expression there. That's that is that is exciting and I and like I said earlier in 2010 that that was just you getting your feet wet. And, yeah. and, and that was just – I just got a small taste of what you could do. And, and like I said, I, I ended up going to him, and after two, three days, I realized – he helped me realize, you don't need to be in here, man. You don't have any <laughs> Why issues. are you here, Brian? You exactly. Get out, of my, right. get out of my office. You're fine. You never had problems anyway. 
but it's that that's 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 amazing that uh you know coach Mendenhall has has opened this 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 program up for you and one of the questions that we had was and you kind of answered it was going with the coaches right and, yeah. and, and and talking to them more what as an athlete i know some of the struggles that we mm-hmm. go through right as as coaches what are the biggest challenges that that they're bringing up to you you know can i just address one thing you said there for a minute i appreciate a coach that has the courage to do something different. Yeah. You know, there's, coaching has been done a certain way for so long to have the courage to try something different and really embrace new ideas to take it to another level. Not many coaches out there that have that, that are brave enough, have the courage enough yeah. to try something new and expand and take it to another level. Mm, and sure. I think Coach Mendenhall's, you know, he's a pioneer with that in the football industry. Mm-hmm. And so I love, I love that. Um, you know, coaches... <laughs> They've got the same things where they, they're worrying about past mistakes. They worry about the future. They worry about what they could have done better. Mm. You know, it's just constant progression. They're, they're human beings like all of us trying to get all of these personalities to come together as one and perform their best all at one moment. I think that's the ultimate. If you can get, as a receiver's corps, as a defense, if you can get everybody coming together at once, focusing on that common purpose, mm-hmm. what can we do? Yeah. I love that. What could, is possible? I mean, I know Taysom is doing amazing. That guy is so talented. Just seeing what else can he do. Mm-hmm. And I think from a coach's standpoint, just constantly trying to uh, walk that tightrope of focusing on what we're doing well but pushing them to get better but not stepping over the line and wearing them out, right. you know. It's just such a f- balancing act that they're always trying to find that middle zone, you know, and – and I just I love the pursuit of excellence. I love just trying to see what we can do. Yeah. Through four weeks, hard to argue that BYU isn't the most talked about team on the college football landscape because of their unique circumstance. They're independent. They're ranked number 20. Everyone's like, well, how do they get into the playoff? How do they get to a New Year's Six Bowl yeah. game? What's going to happen? The players certainly are bombarded with social media. And yeah. everybody wants to talk about going undefeated. How do you help them limit the stress of dealing with higher expectations like that? Yeah, we have some fundamental skills um, that are really important to us to deal with that. You know, what they all know there's that goal out there of going undefeated. We don't need to keep talking about it. They know it's in the back of their minds. But we got to stay focused on each and every moment um, to make that a reality potentially. Mm. Um, so we got some fundamental skills, some, some skills that are very specific. I don't want to give some of our secrets out to all of them, but there are some skills out there that the guys are really doing a good job with and and it's making a difference and we want to make those skills better. Um, But there are fundamental mental skills and then there are skills that are very specific to to an individual or a program that that we are, as we do our research, we're figuring out what those are and and I I think it's fun. No, I don't feel like this should be a burden. I think it's fun to see what we can do. Like that. not having a mentality of we have to do this. We don't have to do this. Mm. We want to do it. Okay. Nice. Not, we're not we have to do it. I love changing that word. Ooh. We want to do this. We want to see how good we can be. And, and honestly, if we have that mentality, who cares what anybody else thinks, you know? Words of wisdom right there. You should, you should write a Proverbs. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Craig Manning, former coach, uh, now a sports psychologist, working with BYU football on BYU Sports Nation. We just got this tweet 
uh, coach from <laughs> at UCLA grad 90. It's Nicole Williams, Jamal's mother. Oh, great. She asks, how do you keep Jamal calmed down? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Well, first, uh, you know, I don't know. I love his energy. He, he brings a lot of fun energy on the sideline. Oh, yeah. He starts doing his dance there, and I start smiling because we want to have that fun energy. And as long as he's focused on his cues, uh, he's good to go, you know. And so the biggest thing is just keeping him focused on his cues. Same with him as anyone is. But I love his fun energy and his smile. I think it's electric, and yeah. that's what we got to keep doing. That's part of that culture. We want to have that fun confidence. You know, we're not talking about undisciplined fun. We want to have that fun, you know, dialed in focus on what right. we're trying to do. So he is awesome. I love him. He's just, he's <laughs> this physical specimen, but he's this little boy at heart. You know? right. So right. I love him. So yeah. true. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you this. We want you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag. Great. Give us your autograph, <laughs> okay. celebrity status. Okay. Do you have do you have a go to phrase? I know Broncos like inherited the one game season. He and Nick Howell. Is there like a go to phrase <laughs> that you have to like pump everybody up? We want to. Imp- yeah, the reason I ask I've is we want to implement something here so that we can bring it on BYU Sports Nation every day. We we need some help too. With me and me and Spencer are. are... We, we we haven't won the why factor yet, so yeah. we, we we need some some. We, we're trying to go over that mental hurdle of choosing the correct guy who's going to be the game changer for this yeah. week. So we're we're trying to buy in a little bit to your program. <laughs> you know, well, there's a few things that are you know that are really important to us. But here's one I think I can share is right before we go out there. I just love this phrase: bring the energy. You bring know? the energy. We, we're trying to do a good job <laughs> keeping the energy low. We got to keep the energy low before the game. And then right before, we just want to bring that energy and kind of let it out. If, you, if you're too high too early by the time the game starts, the, you're, you're fried mentally yeah. and emotionally. So we're trying to keep it calm, and then right before, we just want to bring that energy. Bring Love that it. energy. The yeah. rubber band effect. Yeah, yes. exactly. And then boom, when game time goes. Bring okay, energy. Doctor, we appreciate the time. Thank you for your autograph and your expertise. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Great it. Great talking to you. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, game day for BYU women's volleyball, the setter and owner of the longest hyphenated team on the name, uh, on the on the team. I said that wrong. Camry Godfrey Willardson. <laughs> bring the energy. Bring it. Just bring it. Just bring it. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. The man with humble swagger, Bronco Mendenhall, welcoming us back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan broadcasting in crystal clear radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes. Hey, you want to go to Miami or to wherever BYU goes for the bowl game? One lucky fan will win a trip for two to the 2014 Miami Beach Bowl or other bowl game with our BYU Sports Nation Take Your Fandom to South Beach contest. All you have to do is one, follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, and then post any tweet using the hashtag BYUSNMiami. I thought you were going to get a tan, man. You're still kind of pasty. Why am I so white in that I picture? I thought you got to get you got to tan up, man. I got some lotion for you that my wife uses. Oh, you, my you goodness. It's a tan lotion. It helps you out a little bit. Blocks the, the sun, the UV rays. It's, kind of, it's healthier. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay, but <laughs> does it help you get a suntan? Yes, yes, both. All the above. Health and looks. What's better than that? <laughs> the contest, oh, by the Hashtag way, ends, ends October 4th. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. I appreciate you making me feel fantastic. Uh, <laughs> we talked a lot about the winning mentality of BYU football thus far. Just talked to Dr. Craig Manning, sports psychologist, former coach of BYU tennis. He's worked with Red Bull athletes. Now we're talking to someone 
who is winning right now with BYU women's volleyball. Camry Godfrey Willardson, or as I will refer to you in the game tonight and from here on forth, just Willardson. Is that okay? Yep, that's great. Can I shorten the hyphenated name? Yeah. Okay, Camry, you, you have a Twitter handle, at Camry Godfrey. Yep. You haven't tweeted in a while, though. Like five years. <laughs> like five years. What's going tweet. on? How come you're not tweeting anymore? I don't know. I just Instagram, Facebook. I don't know how to tweet. Instagram. I was in Europe. I almost followed you, and then I was like, oh, yeah, no activity here. I can't, I can't do this. I followed you today in the hopes that you would send out a tweet. Will you promise me that you will send out a tweet referencing this interview today? Can you I do will. That? Okay. I got to download the app first, though. You don't oh, even have the no. app? <laughs> oh, no. What in the world? My grandma has a Twitter. has apps. It tweets. <laughs> I, today, I made I baked cookies today. Camry Godfrey, setter for BYU Women's Volleyball, the 11th-ranked team in the country. Your last tweet, oh, by the way, just so happened to be on my birthday, so it was extra meaningful to me. Nice. December 11th. When people in college still say yes after they get a question right. Do you remember <laughs> do you remember tweeting that out? Not really. <laughs> no, nope. It's been way too long. Too long. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, too long ago. <laughs> Camry, 25 to 7 in the third set against Utah. You sweep the Utes. They were 10 and 0. How does a team win a third set 25 to 7 in the rally scoring era? It's just all about having the mentality of staying in the moment. You know, we we wanted to just live in the moment and take every point as it comes, and we stayed focused throughout the whole match, and that's basically what it came down to. Camry, your brother Brandon played uh, wide receiver for, for Utah. Yeah. How how great was that to, to, to call him up and say, hey, bro, I just dominated your team? <laughs> No, he's been really supportive. Um, he actually wore a BYU what? t-shirt. Yeah. Uh-oh. A reformed Ute? Yeah. Um, uh, Sean Olmsted, our coach, actually gave it to him. So, <laughs> And he's been really supportive and wore it. And so, yeah, it's been really great to have his support because I went to all of his games and supported him. So now it's his turn to support me. It's interesting that you would bring up coach Sean Olmstead and giving t-shirts away because he's such a fashionista, okay? <laughs> Fashion guru with his neon colors and his bright blue backpack. How would you assess your coach's fashion style on the sidelines of BYU women's volleyball games? Well, it's just Sean. We see him show up to practice. We see him show up to games and we just know that's how he's going to dress because he really doesn't care what anyone thinks about him, and we love it. <laughs> you guys don't get embarrassed when you guys are on the road and he like has his backpack on, and you guys like going out to eat and like, coach, can you just not bring the backpack today or wear some different shoes, maybe some slippers or something? We laugh, but we just know that it's who he is, and we accept it. <laughs> Camry Godfrey, BYU Women's Volleyball on BYU Sports Nation. Your team is 9-2 and in a good place heading into West Coast Conference play, uh, just outside the top 10. Your two losses were against number 4 Washington in five sets in Provo, epic match, and to number 7 Colorado State. What did you learn about your team, and how did you get better from those two losses? Um, yeah, we. I think it's good to lose in the preseason, honestly, because it tests us and kind of shows us where we're at. And so I think that those – matches that we lost were really really good for us and it showed us that we have a we can be this great team that we want to be but we also have a long ways to go and we have a lot of improvements that we can make 
And so that's what's exciting is that we've been able to see those glimpses and that we've been able to learn from those losses and bounce back and improve. You're playing with two All-Americans, Alexa Gray, your outside hitter, and then your opposite, Jennifer Hampson. Do you have the best job ever as the setter playing with those two? Yes. Yes, it really has been awesome. You know, when we're in system and we're passing well, we have so many options. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter who I set. Anyone can put the ball away, and that's really exciting. West Coast Conference play opens tonight on BYU TV against, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to tease that. That brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 29. BYU women's volleyball, 29 and 1 at home since November 17th, 2011. Yes. Who did the Cougars lose to on that fateful night nearly three years ago? Why, none other than the team they play tonight, Gonzaga. Is redemption in your mind from that loss, Sola? <laughs> well, you weren't even here. You just want to win, right? Yep. <laughs> what is What are the team goals for BYU volleyball this year? Um, we honestly are just taking it one game at a time. We want to we want to improve and just look at it as an opportunity to get better each game. One game at a time? I've never heard that before, ever. <laughs> that, that's how you say mentally <laughs> above, you know, the, the challenges <laughs> is, is one game. Stay, live in the moment. Focus on, on the moment. Yep. How, how, how hard is that, though, for an athlete? Because, you know, you, 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 you're coming off a, off a dominating win against Utah and, and you know, you got, your, you got the swagger up and your confidence. And you're like, oh, you're on top of the world, right? On top of the world. How, how hard is it to stay even killed and, and come back down to reality? You know, I think it's just turning to your teammates and uh, really working together and just focusing on the things you can control because really that comes down to it is just focusing on the things you can control. We would love for you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag. Would you give us your autograph, Cameron? Yes. Can you, can you make it to, to Brian and Spencer? So just so when Jaren, <laughs> when Jaren comes back, he knows that he's not a part of this. Follow her at Camry Godfrey. <laughs> and I will follow you for that. She will tweet more often. If you you put heard that. the guarantee right here. Download yep. the app, Camry. Yes, I will. Should we, wait, should we pass her the karma? Should we pass Ooh, it to her? Do you want some BYU Sports Nation look, karma? Look, we're gonna Can you play some music for us here? Okay, yes. Now we are transferring yeah, transfer, you transfer. the BYU Sports Nation. It's, it's been transferred. You have an amazing game. If you haven't heard of this, you come on the show and you play well because you were on the show. It's a real thing. It's real. Ask Jennifer Hampson. Hash, hash Brown. Ask Alexa Gray. Like I'm telling you, it's a, it's a real thing. Make sure, make sure you tweet uh, Hash Brown. It's real. The karma is real. Thank you. you. Thank you, BYU Sports Nation, for giving me the karma. <laughs> Camry, good luck tonight. BYU and Gonzaga on BYU TV, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. You can watch that game live or listen to it on BYU Radio. Up next on BYU Sports Nation. Back to BYU football with the director of football operations, Zach Nyborg. I wonder if he brought us any free gear. Oh, I would love some free gear. I need size small, though. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Hey, by the way, BYU Basketball Media Day on Thursday, October 2nd, a special two-hour edition of BYUSN. Dave Rhodes, Tyler Haas, Kyle Collinsworth, and Anson Winder all on the schedule already. Check it out Thursday, October 2nd. Our Twitter question today, what should the BYU football team do to stay focused through the bye week? Use the hashtag BYUSN. That is a perfect way to introduce our next guest. Zach Nyborg, Director of Football Operations. 
who may have a say in what BYU football does during the bye week. What? How do you stay focused during the bye week? Well, with the with the bye week, it's a great time for us to clean up, you know, our scheme. And we've been playing a lot of games, been playing a lot of football, you know, during the week with them adjusting to school. It's kind of time to get back to, you know, the basics and and just to clean up, have more meeting time in the meeting room and film with the coaches and and just make sure that you know we simplify, but also are, are prepared because we got you know. A lot of good opponents coming up, first being Utah State, and uh, it'll be a great challenge for us coming to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and we're excited for it. Okay. But- what, 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 about, what about having some fun, though? <laughs> I mean, as, I mean I'm, just, I'm just saying, as a, yep. former, as a former player, <laughs> when I saw a bye week, I'm like, oh, getting, my, getting the airline ticket, I'm going home. Right after the last, I'm not even taking a shower. I'm just going straight to the airport. I'm going home to see my family and my friends. It is also very important to get a break. And so once we're done tomorrow at, at 10 a.m., they're off. They're off the rest of the day Friday. They're off Saturday. They're off Sunday. And then we'll come back and refocus. We have, we have started this morning on Utah State installation and the walkthroughs with game prep. Mm. Uh, but once we get through tomorrow, a lot of our coaches are going out recruiting, and uh, it's a time for them to get away. And for some coaches to get away, others, right. you got to go out and recruit. Okay, you, you, you do a lot of things for this BYU football program, including you are the DJ. Okay, that might be your True. most important responsibility. Fact. DJ Zach for practices Fact. and in the locker room. How did that role develop? It developed at Utah State when I was there. Um, I started, we played music at practice, started there, went to Wisconsin, bought this monstrosity of a speaker system, <laughs> and uh, then came here, and the IT guys are awesome, and they let, so now I can control it from my phone at practice, and I just pick the song, pick the song, and or if I'm kind of sick of it, I just go to Pandora. Um, okay. In the locker room, so I have to defend myself, because... Yeah, yeah this, you got thrown under the uh, bus by Michael I Elisa. Did. On this show, he threw it down, saying that it was my bad at the Texas game. Well, first of all, week one, I'm up in the coach's booth working, so I'm not even there. Working. Pre-game <laughs> or at halftime, I'm not there. And the next game, I was down in the locker room, and we, pre-game was fine, whatever. And halftime... Um, the person that was doing it, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. <laughs> person that was doing it was actually back with the trainers and wasn't there. So I'm standing around I'm like, all right, whip out my phone. And I don't have you know their music on my phone, so I'm trying to get to Pandora and yeah. no internet. So uh, we had no okay. music. Uh, okay. But okay. it's not like it really affected. We came out and played great that third quarter because mentally – these guys, these kids are tough, and they're they're ready to roll. Listen, Michael Elisa said we were mad because we didn't have any music, and that fired us up for the third yeah. quarter. So bravo, Zach! Yeah, yeah. Good, good job. For good no job. music, I, it was no all music. planned. It was planned that way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this from uh, at Spencer F Davis on Twitter. Ask Zach if he plays my favorite artist, Lady Gaga, <laughs> to pump up the players in practice. Thank you, Spencer. Um, I do love me some Gaga. <laughs> I think there are there's there's one song with Beyonce. On my on the little server thing, I think it's telephone, but that is a sparingly played song, <laughs> very sparingly. <laughs> very good. What, what I what I want to know is as a, as a as a former player in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, we had no music. We had to warm up to I don't know the Super Bowl song, and it was horrible. I absolutely hated home games because I couldn't get juiced at all. I you know it, it was nothing to listen to. How in the world? Did you guys get Coach Mendenhall and the football program to allow, you know, better type of music? 
Well, it's really just a, a support from the administration as well, and and the stadium people, and with the marketing and the events, they do a great job of you know protecting the culture and the environment of Lavelle Edwards Stadium and BYU, but also having some fun with it. You know, they're they're college kids that attend the game, they're yep. college kids that play the game, yeah. And it's important to have that stadium experience so that we can then fill the stadium up. And then as far as practice. Coach Man Hall likes the music. You know, he, he likes it when Wait, I put what? What? Wait, what did you just say? No, re- rewind. Coach Man Hall likes the music? He likes music. So, because I guess in the past at practice, they'd have like the CD from baseball and I'd like take me out to the ball game and like all that sort yes. of stuff. Horrible. It, so. it was horrible. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to talk about it. So, and plus, it just keeps me out of trouble and entertained during practice. That's the purpose of music is practice. But no, really, as you create and you think about a game environment, it's important to have distractions. And that's why I've heard the term eclectic with my choice of music. I mean, you'll have, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. You'll have Ozzy Osbourne. You'll have Jay-Z. You'll have Miley Cyrus. You'll have, (laughs) I mean, everything on there. And that's just to to throw them off because you don't want to get into a routine and sometimes sudden change. It happens in a game, you know, and not that music really is a sudden change, but at least it keeps them on their toes. Love it. Zach Nyborg, Director of Football Operations at BYU on BYU Sports Nation. You're a man with a lot of access. And, and Bronco Mendenhall keeps referring to the 30-somethings that are bringing a younger feel to I'm BYU not there football. Yet. Yeah, oh, I, know, I know. I know. I was like, <laughs> what are you? What? 27. 27? 27. What? Does Bronco that? know that? I don't think he knows. I don't know. think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> know. Regardless, he... He's mentioned the younger feel that you and Jeff Martson and, and uh, I mean, look at a ton of the assistant coaches, They're relatively younger guys for the positions that they're in. And he seems to really enjoy that. It's mm-hmm. new. And so more than this new Bronco, I think he's just showing who he really is to the media and to fans and, and to players. But, but certainly he credits some of that to, to the young guys and the vibe that, that's now in BYU football. Well, it's, it's, it's been in a lot of areas. We have a new video coordinator, a new head trainer, a new compliance officer. I mean, there, there's a lot of new people this year going through their first year. And it's, it's not a, a new Bronco, like you said, but being him being the CEO has really let him step out or step back and be more engaged yeah. with fans, with media, and different things. And then, y'all. I'll say things to him like, for example, at UConn when I had you ask him because I asked him about ten times, "You having fun yet?" And then he said, "Well, tell Zach to shut up," so. <laughs> which was a great moment. Yeah. That was a great moment. So he, he's he's having fun. I hope so. I remind him to do that, and it, it has been a lot of fun for me. And and yeah, it's it's fun to to win first of all. Um, but they're they're a great group of kids. They work hard, and when you have that combination, there are special things that happen. Do you do you get any you know you know weird requests from the players you know with with certain <laughs> things like uniforms or you know certain foods or certain activities? The laugh would suggest did, yes. Well, let me ask you: Did you ever ask for anything oh, strange? I, I asked for everything that these guys have now: music, you know, mm-hmm. uniforms. I asked for the closest that we could get was all white uniforms, right? I mean. Fruit snacks and gushers. Hey, if you give me a box of gushers a, a, a game, I will give you an interception. Guaranteed. <laughs> we, have, we have gushers in the locker room now. See, look so. at that. Look at <laughs> Brian that. Brian Logan. We do. Oh, my goodness. It is the Logan this effect. Is, this is like a bad dream, man. I wish, I'm wish i so jealous. Uh, okay. But something that's been really effective is our leadership council. 
Coach Mendenhall and I meet every Tuesday with them, and really it's it's an open forum. They can ask have suggestions that they bring to the table, and we discuss and we vote about them, and then Coach Mendenhall will then make a decision. Oh, nice. So it's been been effective, like with our stadium recess, we call it, going to the stadium the night before. That's something that the kids feel strongly about and something that we'll continue to do. And sometimes it makes it hard from a scheduling standpoint to get everything in and not wear them out with firesides and different things. Yeah. But, if it's important and if it's something that they feel strongly about that will help them win, then it's something we'll absolutely do. I couldn't nice. help but notice when you walked in with your humble swagger that the BYU football team now enjoys from your position through every player and the coach. You brought you brought in some gear. You're you're connected. I, I did. And where's Jerome today? Uh, uh, Jerome's not here. He's I, not I, here. I came back from vacation, so we had, to, <laughs> so, we had to boot him out. So I, I get to get the goodies. Yep, we've got a a dog tag, tradition spirit honored dog tag. Wow. And then, nice. okay. Let me make sure this is yep size medium for you. Yes, thank you. There it is. I am a medium. Medium. And then Woo! a shirt for uh, Brian. You can either lay claim or leave it be. <laughs> I am going to claim this, my there brother. You go. Thank you. you there snooze, it is. You lose. That's the California blue. Isn't that a large? You're not big enough to fit in a large, uh, Brian. Jerem, you got so lucky. It's a large. He's going. He's won't show my biceps. You can. You can have it, Jerem. <laughs> Hey, Zach, great to have you with us. Congratulations on the success that you're enjoying on a 4-0 start, and good luck against Utah State. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar whip around. Oh, it's loaded, and who deserves the rise and shout? Zach Nyberg just threw his name into the mix with the dog tags. Tell you that much. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan here on the desk in Studio B. It's game day for BYU women's volleyball against Gonzaga. They open West Coast Conference play, the 11th-ranked Cougs, trying to win 30 games in their last 31 at the Smithfield House. BYU women's soccer also game day. They are in Colorado at the University of Denver. You can watch that game on the Altitude Network at 7 Mountain Time. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to all of our guests today, Brian. They were all fantastic. Craig Manning talking about the mentality of awesomeness, sports psychology. Zach Nyborg for bringing us the BYU swag. And Camry yes. Godfrey, most importantly, for promising to tweet more. Yes, and Jaron for being such a great host while I have been gone. <laughs> I, thank you very much, Jerome. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh Holding goodness. it down. He holds it down while I'm gone, man. I appreciate it. He's a good third third guest, a, a, third, a third host, man. He's really good. Really good. Love him. We love Jerem. No, we love him. Future guests, Michael, Elisa, and Scott Arlano. Scott, Your boy Scott going to be here tomorrow with us. Punter, punters are people, too. Not kickers, though. Just punters. Punters. Just punters. Thanks again to our guests and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation. For Brian Logan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to all BYU athletes everywhere.